Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. How you doing? I'm good. Is it just you I'm talking to besides our viewers? Are you the only one on that side of your camera? Today, yes. It's just me. It's just me today. We say <laughs> You won't be cutting up today, no. If y'all missed the last week, it was a while. It got a little while. It got a little while there for a little while. Y'all missed yeah. out. Go back and watch it. Go back to our YouTube channel. Go listen on Black Girl Chaser. <laughs> I was trying my best to like <laughs> act normal. <laughs> I was trying to act normal. And I couldn't. I was like, Dreaming talking about, oh, you all right over there? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, we are good. As y'all can see, our other half is not here yet, but he will be here a little bit later. So don't panic. Adrian will be here. <laughs> How was your week going so far? It was a good week, but I want to hear about your weekend because it's like you had an amazing time giving back to your community. Let's hear all about it. I did. It was it, it was way more than I expected. So for those of you watching or listening who don't know, I've been planning for months for my first back to school bash in my hometown of Bristol, Pennsylvania. And it was amazing. I mean, the amount of people that showed up, the amount of kids that came, it was so awesome. I mean, we had, we gave out over, we gave out over 400 um, book bags and over 300 of them were filled with school supplies. Um, we gave out free food. We brought the horses out. Shout out to Juan. He's one of our um, reoccurring guests in the comments. He's been on the show. Juan Riggins, he hooked it up. He's just a man in my city, so we're from yeah. the same place. He brought his homeboy, brought the, the uh, horses out for the kids to ride. They had a whole car show out there. Look, we showed out. Them folks showed up. My, my team was just amazing. They came out. Anything we needed, they was just on it. We was just on it, on it, on it, and the place was just packed. We, if y'all knew how big that area was, it, like the video really don't show what you can see. It was packed from end to end. It was people everywhere, cars everywhere. It was awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, Ready I mean, 400, 400 kids, that's a lot of folks, and they got yeah. folks with them. So, yeah, that's a lot of people. <laughs> well, yeah, crazy. that's a, a beautiful thing. I love always seeing you giving back to your community. Thank you. Um, with your coat drive and back to school drive, because growing up, I know how it was for me in my community. I didn't really um, go without, but I know I have plenty of friends who did. Mm -hmm. And it could be, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to have to ask mm -hmm. for things that you feel like you should already get. Like a kid, you don't understand why other people have. So to have you growing up in that community and going back and giving like that is an awesome thing. It's beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you. And that's always been my vision and my goal, even as a kid, just like, I, I don't want nobody to feel like this. I don't I don't like that. The kids are cruel. So yeah. just having that and be, just the ability to do it is just it's just amazing. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for the winter coat drive coming up in January. So start playing yeah. that. And that's and that's important because I've had times where I've donated, you know, to schools. Like my best friend, she works at a school that's like an inner city school. And before she could even give it to the kids, they got people that work there, like, let me go through that, ma'am. This is for the children. All right. <laughs> Listen, them people out there that back to school back. Woo child. Them adults. I'm like, let me explain something to y'all. Y'all not gonna harass me about these book bags. Right. First of all, these kids have been out here all day playing their little hearts out. They're gonna be the first ones in line to get their bag first. Yeah. They're gonna be able to choose what they want first. 
Right. Don't come out here getting on my nerve. I ain't got my grandbaby with me. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. I got to go to work. That has nothing to do with me either. This is a six-hour event. So right. What do you want me to do? So, yeah. yeah people, I'm when people hear that free, some unfortunately, you're going to have some people who are going to be like, oh, well, my neighbor, she got four grandkids yep. and they not here. Ma'am. Mm -hmm. Yep. You can come back for the empty bags when we get to those. Right. Full supplies. These kids that's out here right now going to make sure they get their own little bit of hands on their own book bag. They're going to pick which ones they want. So, yeah. Yeah. It was great. Um, for those of you who do not know who we are, we are the Breaking Berries podcast. We do have three co hosts, but one of them is running a little late. So, he will be here. His name is Adrian, Mr. GC Taylor. So, he'll be here later. Um, but I will introduce my other co host, Miss Jarena, AKA Jarena Dream, AKA. Listen, I'm almost to the finish line with these kids. I got one off to college. <laughs> I got one foot in, one foot out. <laughs> you almost an empty nester. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and oh then and then we have our host who always has the most going on, like we were just talking about, Miss Didi, Miss AKA. The core queen. AKA. I am taking a vacation in the next week and a half. So listen, it's overdue. <laughs> overdue. I cannot oh. wait to go on vacation with my kids. Can't wait. Yes. Are you gonna go both? They both going with you? Yeah, we do a family trip every year. Okay. Yeah, so this year is uh we're going to the Dominican Republic. Oh, that's gonna be nice. I'm excited. Hey, hey. Danica. Hey Bo. Yes, but we look, we got some trending topics because we do have a guest coming on. And I don't know if y'all know how big of a deal this guy is. So I'm excited to have him come on to talk. Um, but we're going to get into these topics. Because, you know, it was a lot going on this week with this particular topic. And maybe my memory ain't serving me correctly. Adrena, maybe you can help me remember. Because I'm just trying to figure out how, um, first of all, congratulations to Sha'Carri Richardson, who is the fastest woman in the world. The fastest. She did the 100 meter dash. At the world championship meet. So she did beat the Jamaicans, the ones everybody says she couldn't beat. Um, but there has been a lot of things going on on the internet, uh, pretty much saying, no, people ain't riding with you when you're down. And then they want to ride the coattail when you went in. And, and I'm like, well, if I can remember correctly, maybe I'm wrong. Sha'Carri Richardson made a really poor decision that got her disqualified from some stuff. Right, now she bounced back because she made some better decisions, and now she's on top of her game and doing what she's supposed to be doing. Now, if I'm not mistaken, any other person in the sport sports world that does these things gets the same type of backlash. When you don't do what you're supposed to be doing, you ain't producing like you're supposed to be producing. They're gonna talk crap about you. When you yeah. win, they're gonna cheer for you. Am I crazy? No, I think that what to me from of course I know that you came from a track and field world, Didi, and mm -hmm. I think Adrian and like they have some background in that, but whenever you, whenever people see what you can do, they can see you have the potential to be what you want to be, and you making dumb. She made some dumb decisions, and I mean, she, you know, admitted to it, and like, yeah, you can kind of have a chip on your shoulder about it, but people just saw the greatness in you. Like Tyra Banks said, we were rooting for you. <laughs> we were rooting for you. Like we never said, oh, you trash. Oh, you ain't never gonna make it. I don't. I don't know anybody that ever said that. Like nobody no. ever tried to take that away from you. 
I know people who said, why would you do that when you mm-hmm. know like what you uh, are capable of? So yeah, but people right. do want to be upset about anything. But yeah, we probably- now I, know, now I know there are people that were saying rules are rules. You got to follow the rules. And I was saying, I, I was having a problem with the fact that they were so um, extreme for yeah. weed. And I kept saying like, well, isn't it legal? Like, where was she at? Because I was trying to figure out why, but they were saying, well, the rules for track is this. And I was just like, this weed. I kept just saying it's weed. I don't understand why it's a big deal. <laughs> I don't, I don't I, That was the most common thing that I heard was rules are rules. She got to follow the rules. She can't just do what she want to do. Those were the things that I kept hearing. Yeah. So, but I, I, I don't recall anybody like kicking her when she was down. Yeah, I don't I don't know of anybody unless it was I'm sure they have like some internet trolls, but they going trolls are going to troll. That's what they right. going to do no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah. Now people but, now people were irritated with her arrogance. That I do remember. Yeah. And they were like, "Well, you're not even And I think the arrogance is what triggered people saying, "Well, you're not even doing what you're supposed to be doing on the on the on the track." Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go, Mr. GC. Just in time for the track and field conversation. Uh-oh, what's going on? Where you so leaving? We congratulating Shakari for being the fastest woman in the world, for beating mm-hmm. all the Jamaicans. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out or just remember the previous conversations that the world was having because there I've seen some posts lately, well, yesterday when she when she won, saying, Oh, people don't they don't they don't appreciate you when you're down, they're gonna kick you when you're down. Now they want to jump on the bandwagon when you win. And I couldn't remember people kicking her. I remember people saying rules were rules. Right. You broke the rules, and I remember people saying stuff about her arrogance, and she wasn't really living up to the hype that she was putting out. That's right. what I can remember. I don't remember people kicking her down when she was down. Right, because before that, even before her getting banned, like she was losing all the big races, and right. so which was bringing on the arrogance, and so it was more or less like, okay, take this time, humble yourself, get it back, mm-hmm. and if you who you think we, are, I mean, if you who we think you are, then you'll 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 be back. Right. But you need this. I, and I feel like this is part of a story. I felt like she needed this to show her, like, yo, you got to get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of her. She definitely That's did cool. that. Because I was watching the race, and I was like, I don't know about y'all, what I'm watching, I'm like, yo, she might have a chance. Because I'm like, okay, she in third. I'm like, she looked like she in second. Oh, I think she done took the lead. And then, of course, she she won. But yeah. no, nah, I, I, I remember people... Now, of course, I'm not part of the media like that either. Right. So I can't remember. I don't remember people like hating her or switching up on her like a lot of people are saying. No. I think a lot of people like, nah, take this time to get your stuff together, like, and come back and come back strong and show us yep. who you really are. And she did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, y'all folks always projecting y'all, y'all losing asses. I'm like, this is yeah. sports. In sport, you gotta put up or shut up. Don't nobody want to hear nothing you talking about until you prove yourself. Yeah. And what Shelly Ann tell her, like, oh, this is the first time the US done won in a long time. And what she said, because right. of you. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and actually, her and uh I had the I think his name was oh, I forgot his name. Lord, for y'all forgive me. The men's US 100 meters was won by New won by the um US too. And this is the first time since 2017. Men yeah, and no women lives. Both swept it. Yeah, no lives. That's his name. So shout out to the U.S., yo. Y'all out there showing out. Hey, man. Showing they out. showing out so far. They showing out. You know, we've been kind of 
a little iffy, especially in the hunting, and that's on the men and women's side. Yes. <laughs> We've been kind of yeah. a little iffy, but now we kind of, you know, getting it back. So, um, yeah, that's what's I'm up. proud of them, man. They showed out. I would say, Carrie, her second gear is just insane, man. <laughs> yeah. She's insane. I want to see. But is, did she running the 200, did, is she running the 200 as well? Or? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. Did y'all see the backlash she's been getting about the reporters? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I seen it. Because um, she's right. been, she been skipping right over them. But they the ones who was giving her hell, though. <laughs> right. right. Now, they the ones that was really like, uh, she... Hype, she a hype job. She ain't gonna be able to do nothing, right? You know, she wasn't rude. She just said, No, thank you. No, thank right. you. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, she ain't, she ain't, she ain't playing with them. Mm -hmm. nah, nah, you ain't want me when I was down. You ain't gonna want me when I'm coming back up. I'm My Jones, back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all now, what what y'all think about this this dynamic duo about to happen? Shannon Sharp joining Stephen A. Smith on first tape. I don't like it. Why? I don't like it. I love it. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I don't like it. I, I think it's gonna be hilarious. I do too. I'm just I'm so happy that he's coming back and and Skip Bayless didn't have that much power to just get rid of him. I I, I guess because I'm you know. So this is this is the funny thing. I like Stephen A. I don't on YouTube more than I like him on ESPN because I feel like he's more of himself on YouTube and when he's talking about it than when he on ESPN because he'd be like he'd be in character mode and you well, know that's the good like, thing about it because then Shan, Uncle Shay Shay gonna call you out. So I I guess that's why I'm like uh, I guess I, I gotta see how it works. Um, it, ugh, I'm not. I'm not really hyped about it. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really all that hyped about it. I hope it works. But it's I'm not, not every day though, right? No, I think it's like two days a week. But I mean, of course, if it's working, <laughs> it's gonna be every day. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, it's working, it's gonna be great to see somebody finally yeah. call him. I can go toe to toe with him. Just it's gonna be interesting. Oh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I can't stand Steve with <laughs> I can't either. I guess that's why I'm like, Ugh. I mean, you I know what I'm saying? Shannon. It's that I like Shannon. I don't like Stephen A that much. So it's like, uh, but I guess that makes for great TV, right? Shannon going to get on him. You so, know, I'm going to say Shay don't pull no punches. Yeah, we're going to But yeah, I'm because uh, I, uh, I haven't really watched first, uh, first take. That's what it's called. That, see exactly. Yeah. I haven't watched Burt Take in in years. Like I don't. I was all. I started watching Undisputed, so I quit watching First Take. I ain't watched First Take in years. I won't be watching whatever they gonna call Skip Show now. It's over. Now they got Lil Wayne coming on there. Hey, he trying. He trying. I heard because I heard he was trying to get uh, Richard Sherman. I heard he was trying to get Levar Ball at, at a point. <laughs> Charles Barkley. He tried. He tried get to get your white the... people. Go get your people. Didi. Always trying to use black talent. They get on my nerves. Didi. I don't already know because they ain't got no season on. <laughs> Who you want to see? We don't want to see Skip Bayless at all. So I wonder. <laughs> go get but Skip, is, but Skip, no, he got to bring the people that somebody want to see. And they, um, he got to get somebody. Well, got, the one white boy, good. Um, Jason, what's his name? 
Exactly. Who? No, he, no, he really is good. No, 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 no. And I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to think. You know who I'm talking about. He's really good on um as an analyst. He's on another show. He's already on the show. Oh my God, he's really. You know good. He always advocate for black people. He be going in on their asses when they be trying. When the white folks be trying black people, he a bas- He's an actual basketball player. I think oh, JJ Reddy. JJ Reddy. Okay. JJ Reddy. <laughs> Get Popovich. I don't. It, it, I guess it's it's not gonna mix, right? Because JJ will give it to he give it to Skip, but it, it's just not gonna have that same flair. Which is the reason he know the formula. Skip know the formula, which is why he's trying to go after those those people. Even though you know Charles said, "Boy, stop! I would never do a show with you." Because he know he ain't got it. He knows Shannon was holding and carrying the show. Mm. We'll see. Mm. All right, so we're going to move on to our icebreaker talks. First of all, I already know what Adrian's going to say in our because he irritates me with this with shit like this. I already know what he's going to say. What do people pretend to love, but it's really... <laughs> I'm gonna switch it up on you. <laughs> my my answer is Hennessy. Oh God, yeah, I don't even understand. Like that's some nasty shit. <laughs> Hennessy oh. is horrible. I don't know why anybody want to drink it. It's terrible. It and then they want to infuse everything with it. Hennessy wings. Right. Hennessy. Like why do we need all of this? Why do we need that? Why are you awesome? is extremely popular for no absolute reason at all. I don't. I remember wanting to drink Hennessy. And, <laughs> you know, you're like, yo, let me get some hen dog. Let me get that hen. Got some hen. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is it? Like, this one? Oh, man. No. It's like pennies. I realized that was not for me. Oh. Um, <laughs> What else? Let me think. Um, lobster. I don't like lobster. I don't think it's as great as people think it is. Hmm. I think lobster's nasty. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't. I don't know if it's because I I grew up on crawfish, and then when I tried lobster, I was like, "This is different." <laughs> but no, I don't hmm. care for it. The way they hype it up, it's like this is not that good. Yeah. This is so overrated. Like, no. No. Mm-mm. Mm. No, thank you. So you say Hennessy, then I Didi saying lobster. Yeah. Oh man. Huh. Any any oh for me, chocolate. I don't even like chocolate. Like oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oysters are just I'm not eating oysters. Well, I need chocolate with something though. Yeah. Um, it gotta be like I gotta be super. I gotta be high with the munchies or something like that to really. And it's like no. I'm like that with vanilla candy. What? Sure, I love vanilla everything. I absolutely hate vanilla. I think it is a waste. Except for me. Except for me. Except for me. All right. <laughs> 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 is Daniel with? Oh God. <laughs> you know, come here, guns are blazing. Okay, mm. Adrian, what you got? Chicken breast. 
People love chicken breast. Chicken breast is trash. I don't think people love chicken breast for real. I think healthy people love chicken breast. I don't mm. think regular people that just eat shit like chicken breast like that. Chicken breast garbage. I think you gotta know how to cook it, but I don't chick. I don't really. I'm not a big chicken fan. Period. So, uh, I, Dr. Pepper. Ill. I love like Dr. It. Pepper. Yes. I love Dr. Pepper. Exactly. <laughs> I got it. I love. I love Dr. Pepper. I love cherry flavored Dr. Pepper. Gross. <laughs> Debbie, so you just ate it though for chicken penis. <laughs> I guess he's trying to tell you something. <laughs> I think um Taco Bell. I don't know why people love like Taco Bell. Yeah. Or KFC. That's, that's a building full of cancer. I don't know why anybody eat that shit. Or KFC. I don't know why people go there. Ciao. I mean, you know, y'all already know. I wasn't going to say it, but I got to say it before we move on. Chick-fil-A. I already knew you was going to say Chick-fil-A. <laughs> can't let us not. You're a hater. Me. You are a hater. Chick-fil-A is hot garbage. I like. I actually like that macaroni and cheese, Adrian. Ain't nobody eating that macaroni and cheese. I like it. <laughs> yes. all Actually, all of the places we're naming are buildings full of cancer because Pretty much. It just it's, it's impossible to create that much real meat. Ain't nobody eating Chick-fil-A. Yes, McDonald's. McDonald's dry chicken sandwiches. Like them chicken sandwiches is so dry. They French fries is bust. I give them that. Them waffle fries, I right. I'm okay. I'm with you. But them dried up chicken sandwiches they got. Oh, hot garbage. I don't know how people eat them. Chick-fil-A. I like the nuggets. I don't. I, I wasn't a big sandwich, chicken sandwich person. I just eat the nuggets with the them, Polynesian sauce. Them nuggets is hot and dry as well, too. It's just them sauces be bussing. That's it. <laughs> them sauces bust. They got some of the best sauce in the game. Period. Chick-fil-A, they do have a good um, they Southwest chicken salad. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Have and they got that good salad. And their cob. Uh, salad is good. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. All right. Well, we're going to go on to our main topics, and um, I'm going to introduce our guest co-host. Now, y'all buckle up y'all seats, because this is a, a freaking intro bio for your ass, okay? Mm. Y'all is not ready for this. <laughs> and I, listen, I'm, I'm just going to read to y'all. Y'all may not know who y'all about to be in the presence of, okay? So we have Mr. Marquise Lupton. I hope I said his name right. He is an on-air on -air host producer for WITF. He is also a graduate with his undergrad from Shippensburg University and a graduate with his graduate degree from Morgan State University. Mm -hmm. Previously, Marquise worked as a board operator and club DJ for FM 97 WLAN. And later, he decided to switch gears to pursue television. Switching from radio, Marquise got his start in television working for CNN as a control board operator for the Situation Room. Is that the Wolf Blitzer? All right, Morgan. And later as an assistant field producer for CNN's Pentagon Unit. Post-CNN, Lupton decided to get in front of the camera. 
and became a reporter slash anchor, making stops at CBS 21, WMDT, ABC 47, and NBC 40 in Atlantic City, New Jersey. With a journalism career spanning over a decade, Lupton has had the opportunity to interview people like Senator Cory Booker, former Governor Chris, Chris Christie, Shaquille O'Neal, Oprah Winfrey, and a lengthy list of senators, city council members, and state representatives. Marquise also ran a digital media company for five years called TCP Media Group, which was a media company aimed at giving marginalized groups in Pennsylvania a voice. Stand up, PA. Marquise returned to radio in 2022 and is excited to be back home in PA with radio. Marquise is also a native of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and a graduate of Lancaster Catholic High School. Y'all welcome my boy, Marquise. How you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm doing well, doing well. How y'all doing today? Good, how are you? Good, oh, good, good, good. I'm ready, ready to get into it. I felt like um, um I felt like the guest pastor listening to uh, my bio and everything. <laughs> I'm listening to myself and I'm like, amen. Amen. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. <laughs> That's exactly how it meets. <clears throat> you know the guest pass, you know you gotta sit there and cross your legs. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You are we are so excited to have you. Glad to be so, here. So excited. We, you know, we be with the shenanigans on here, okay? So please forgive us. Oh, oh. That's all right. This is kinfolk then. I'm I should be in too. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, let me just tell the folks watching the show, because I got my IG over here. I already pinned it in the comments over here for y'all to come and call in. I'm about to open up the phone lines so y'all can call in when y'all need to. Here's the number right here. I will have it scrolling across the screen as well so that y'all can call in if y'all got any questions when we go over these topics, because we're about to get into it, okay? Okay. Okay. So First topic. And the reason why I brought this topic up because y'all know I'll be just sick of stuff sometimes. I just be sick of it. I am so tired of people using zodiac signs as a it's a, a, a freaking crutch and for everything. So do you guys believe that zodiac signs play a big role in relationship compatibility? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Because I hear people picking their mate based off of, or not picking a person, eliminating whole groups of people because of their zodiac sign. Yeah, I, I'm a Libra. I've been eliminated plenty of times. And they're like, oh, <laughs> you're a Libra. I don't know which one I'm going to get. You know, are you up this day? Are you down this day? I don't know. You know, I just don't deal with them. So I, I've been a victim of, um, of zodiac compatibility. <laughs> um yeah because um I'm a, I'm a libra and debbie is a scorpio and ain't nowhere from if you read like we ain't supposed to make it so i'm i'm just saying and apparently like aren't aren't like sagittarius the worst I thought oh, Gemini was the worst. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I with themselves. Yeah, I know. I don't think that it plays a part, but I know some people who go like, I'm like, really? <laughs> like, she'll be like, yeah. what's your sign again? I knew you was an Aquarius. I yep. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's exactly how they be. I'll be like, 
He's like, no, I want my man to be this, this. He can't be nowhere. He can't be that. Girl, you ain't got no man. How are you eliminating? <laughs> what is going on? Like, this is crazy. And then they add the, ge the ge geography to it. Like, oh, girl, you got a tourist from Chicago? Oh, no. <laughs> All right, like I don't understand. And then on the flip side of that, people actually blame their zodiac sign for their behavior. Oh like, yeah, yeah. No, you just a bitch. What? Y'all crazy? Like you know I'm a cancer and I just be you know. No, you need to go to counseling. <laughs> Untoxic that toxicity. That part. Right. That part. Yeah, I don't know, but I listen I, for the for the black ladies listening. Please, y'all, like for real, let this. I understand that some of y'all are really heavy into zodiac signs, but if you desire to be with somebody, you might want to stop putting so many requirements, and this could be one that can be a little little wrong. Okay, I have I've never in life was dating someone and they was like, yeah, I'm a Virgo. And I'm like, oh, I'm not dating a Virgo. You a Virgo, oh my God. <laughs> like I, I, that's never ever happened to me for me to discriminate against you just because of your sign. Yeah. Like that's, I, yeah, that's weird to me. Yes. I, it's, it's surprising to me when they tell you what their sign is and they expect you to know like, oh, well, I'm a Sagittarius, and I'm like, oh, okay. What does that mean? Like, what does that mean? What are the characteristics? Because I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I don't like shrimp on the side of my salad. So why? Yeah. Ooh, what's your sign? Oh yeah, we're not compatible. Okay, well, nice meeting you. I guess <laughs> you don't know me, and we're not compatible right. because of our sides. Right. What's up, Bo? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I never, I would never not date someone because they said their sign was such and such. No. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. We're going to move to this next topic. And the reason why I picked this topic is because this girl was on a dating show and she, she starts going off about, because people thought she was lying about how much money she made. And they were like, why would you even tell people how much money you make? Do you think you should disclose your income during the dating phase? No. I, <laughs> Emphatically, I like, no. Yeah. I think whatever you make is none of my business. Like, I, I don't I don't know why that's any of my business. First date, no. Dating phase, I'm going to say yes. And this is the reason why I say yes. Because if we're having conversations and you're having expectations that's out of my tax bracket, <laughs> I'm just keeping it a book, right? Like, or like, yo, no. I, I'm let's let's get a little clarification here of what I'm making, what you making, this whole thing. But because sometimes people, they tax bracket is is way lower than yours, but they still have this expectation of how much you're supposed to spend on them. I don't know where that that happened at, but it's crazy. But I do think in the dating phase, you should definitely talk about it just so you're on the same page, because now you can talk about spending habits, what you like, what you don't like, how you do it. I think you should definitely do it. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't made it to the phase part yet, Adrian. So 
That's why maybe I, why I haven't talked about it. You feel me? Like if y'all dating, that's that's on you know that's a way to get on one accord. So yeah. Now but first date. You know, see, this is this is the shit them lame niggas be doing. Like why? Wow. Now that I mean that, that yeah that's a little extra you know what I'm saying that's that's trying to show you like I got a little bread like it, so it, it's no let's just have a conversation because one thing I've learned too it doesn't matter how much money you got it's it's wow. about your habits too you know what I'm saying so you might make you know 200 grand but you know what I'm saying like you still living paycheck to paycheck can you send me your credit report how about that just see you <laughs> send that credit report. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Oh dang! I can't even say that. No matter. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I I think it depends on what stage you are in life when it comes to this conversation and what your um like. What is your end goal with the person? Do you do you plan on being with them? Or are you just dating? Like. Cause I don't think I care if you're spending money on me. I wouldn't care how much money you got, as long as you got enough for me. But 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 then once they know how much you make, it, doesn't that then increase the expectation? Ah. Uh, yeah, for some people, yes. Or it increases the the uh, possibility of me walking out because that ain't enough. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, for myself, I, I'm, I'm a private person as it is. So, so when somebody says, you know, well, 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 how much do you make? Um, I say I'm comfortable. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to go out and purchase things. You know, so there, you know that I'm not, you know, dead broke. You know, you know that I can go out and 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 buy some things. Uh, what those things are, you know, you will know further on into the phase of our dating. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever asked him how much money he makes. I've never asked that question. No. Yeah, I know. I know. Like the exact ask, I think, but. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I know some people who don't even want to say what it is that they do because they don't want the other person to start calculating. Google how much does yeah. Take. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's true because when people hear uh radio personality, they automatically think like Howard Stern, and it's like, no, that's an outlier. That's Stern. That's more our salary. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Right. <laughs> right, right. Don't don't think Spotify. Up, man. All right. <laughs> don't, yeah. Million dollars worth the game. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, don't that, think that. Not Spotify. I'm cleaning up spots. I'm a, a janitor. That, that's my <laughs> that's my sound. <laughs> yeah, I guess that could be a catch-22 because you might you might attract the wrong type of people if you start talking about that. And then it might just go downhill. Yeah. Here we go. I mean, 
Because it happens even with your like your family members. Like when people know you have a job and they like automatically think like just because this person goes to work every day, like they they got I know you got it. No, you don't know. What I mean, y'all going on? Y'all two done seen the screenshots I just sent y'all. Yeah. <laughs> How did I get on your list of people that ask for money? I don't get it. I had a family member that knew when my payday was and would call me. <laughs> like, bro, I got two kids. You are at home doing nothing. What? Mm -mm. You got it. But you got it, though. Mm -mm. I do not support grown people. Grown, able-bodied people. <clears throat> don't do it. I don't do it. So don't ask me. I don't even know. I'm, don't, I'm never going to give you money. <laughs> Unless you're like in your car, homeless. Like, why do you need money from me? I'm sure you're sleeping with somebody <laughs> that can help you out. I got two and a half little folks that I gotta take care of. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. I'm no. Right. Unless you have one of these giveaways, <laughs> we're gonna move on to the next topic. So. The last couple months has probably been more, maybe we're just more heightened to these situations than normal, but they have been a bit much with social media really playing in our face, y'all. They've been playing in our face a lot. Why do people allow this? Like, why do people like, they read a headline and they just jump right on something. They don't do no research, nothing. They just believe whatever they see. And they create these narratives and just run with it. Well, um, I'll answer this one uh, for for um, for us in the media. It's it's wanting to be first. Um, you know, we'll we'll get the facts later. We just want to be first, because if we're the first breaking this story, then that means that all the eyes that typically watch your ABCs, NBCs, now they're watching CBS. And like I said, we'll get the details later. We, we just want to be first. And that's terrible because <laughs> you you get the story mixed up, messed up in all kinds of ways. And then these media outlets, they don't put out any retorts or any my bads or anything like that. It, it's, it's just another story that'll have the actual details and they'll pretend like that first, you know, uh. 24 hours they had didn't go out. Uh. I think the biggest thing we've seen lately is with Jamie Foxx. Like, so many people were reporting so many different things. Um, he was on his deathbed, had everybody praying for him. You just heard some, like, even I saw some media outlet saying, oh, he's trying to avoid going to court for some type of federal case he was involved in. Like, you just heard, and you you didn't hear anything from his family, but then you got, it got to the point where people were like, why hasn't anybody said anything? They need to let us know what's going on with him. If I'm, if my dad is in a calm, whatever he got going on, we don't got to tell y'all nothing. Like, he Jamie Foxx to y'all. He my daddy. I don't got to say anything to y'all. Right. So, <clears throat> I oh, just man, think. I forgot about this one, the, the Carly Russell. Dang, I forgot all about that. Oh yeah. Took over, but yeah. That listen. <laughs> listen, that was such a mess. <laughs> I mean, everybody came up with every possible story you could think of. Like we was over here sad. Like, oh, I hope they find her. It's just like that. 
Yes. Facebook made obituaries for her. Like they are <laughs> she was already gone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she thought that through. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she thought it through. Like, ah, ain't nobody gonna be checking for me. And yes, they were, boo. They were. Yeah. Right. Look at the whole Kiki Palmer thing. I literally sat there. I'm like, y'all, listen. That man made one tweet. <laughs> he made one tweet. And everybody took that and ran with it. That man ain't said another thing. <laughs> Nothing. Everybody made up every story possible because of what they would have did. I'm like, he didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing else. Now they say he's well, suing for full custody of the kids. I mean, he wants the full custody and all that man said he ain't told nobody nothing. It's ridiculous. Social media. It's really ridiculous. And people are like, see, y'all don't y'all don't persuade that woman to be a single mom. Just because social media got that much uh control over your life doesn't mean it has that much control over everybody else's life. Right. But like, like, is is there a way to change like because of course people go for the clickbait, of course, people go for the first thing, but like how do we and of course there's like AI and they have trolls who are gonna share everything just to get a rise out of people, but like is there a way to snatch it back to like try to change it? Because it it just goes zero to a hundred real quick. Real quick. I don't think it is because there are people who are hell bent on getting their point across. So if that piece of clickbait serves their purpose or their point, they gonna push and push and push because they want to be right. So they're gonna keep pushing it no matter if they ain't gonna do no research. Like they're gonna keep sharing stuff even though it's fake. Yeah. Right. Plus, plus, there's no real consequence. Like if. Mm -hmm. Look at your Fox News. You, you know, like, all right, all right well, Fox, Fox eventually had a, a consequence with the um, um, the uh, court cases and then get getting sued. But up until that point, they went pretty much, you know, decades un, unscathed. And that's a lot of other media outlets as well. You know, um, there's no real consequence to lying. Nope. Unfortunately, which is weird to say. And literally, all you got to do is put a picture. They have already made up in their mind what they want to believe. If the yeah. caption on that picture go with what they think that story should be, they're gonna push it. I mean, it literally, there was they could have went to the actual source of this picture and found the actual post, but they refused to do. They would just push the lie. They put the post about Kiki Palmer's uh, kid's dad out. The name wasn't even right. It said Darius Jackson. Man, name is not Darius Jackson. <laughs> his name is Darius Dalton. You could have went straight to that exact picture on his page and saw what the actual caption was. But nope, they pushed the fact that he's going full custody duty. That is not what this man said. It's just ridiculous, man. I think, and I think another prime example of that is the whole Megan, um, Megan Stallion and Tory Lanez, like. People just took that and it was like wildfire. And people got into such an uproar. No matter what you posted, it could be Meg style, you walking to the mailbox. People just went, people just went berserk. They went insane about it and like will argue you down, like mm -hmm. tell you how horrible of a person you are for siding with her or him. And it's just like we don't know what happened. Because mm -hmm. the people that know aren't talking. They're not saying nothing. Yeah, 
they project what they would have done. Right. Me. Well, now he in jail for 10 years. What do we do? Crazy. But Wolf said, until someone hits you with a defamation suit, i.e. Cardi B, Tasha K. Oh, yeah. 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 People need to, they need to chill on that. Like, you can't be pushing false narratives about people, man. That's wrong. It, I, it, and I feel like, you know, of course, now we in that age where when it comes to news, instead of fact checking, they want to be the first one to drop the story. Uh -huh. And so if they get an inkling, they're going to drop it and then retract it later. But we know how that goes. Even if you retract the story, it's already out there. Right. Uh -huh. So I don't know, man. I, I feel like you got to start holding people accountable for that. I, I feel like that's wrong to do to be dropping these stories. And it's not necessarily true. I mean, Jamie Foxx, let's go back to that. Like Jamie Foxx dead. Like he was on his deathbed. We don't we don't even know exactly what it exactly was, right? But in the time when he was in the hospital, right? They pretty much told us he was dead. Like he was done. Get the obituaries ready. He he gone. Right. And everybody wanted to be the first one to drop that. Uh -huh. And then, you know, which isn't true, but but we don't hold people accountable for trying to be the first one to drop that story. Yep. And lying to us. Yeah. It's Isn't that like, what happened um some years ago with the whole pizza parlor thing with Hillary Clinton? With somebody they, they put out a story about people uh trafficking kids in the pizza parlor and Hillary Clinton has something to do with it, and the radicals went into the pizza. Y'all gotta look it up. They went into the pizza shop. Remember, they posted it on social media, they went to the pizza shop and killed people or was about to kill people. It was yeah, like really bad. Like Pizza Gate. Yeah, Pizza Gate. Look up Pizza Gate. They put it all over social media like it was real. So um, <laughs> I was gonna, when Adrian brought up Jamie Foxx, uh, just like the people that were on site with the tragedy of Kobe Bryant and that helicopter crash, like people taking pictures and wanting to share that. Why would you want to share this? Whatever you've done in your life to get you to the position you're in, like as far as your career, all that is gone. Like. And not just that, but like it's inhumane. But now you're putting your everything on your life on the line because these people finna sue you. Yeah, which she did, um, and rightfully she deserved it. That's that's messed up for you to be in the position that you are. Since we're talking about yeah the Kobe Bryant situation, to 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 put those pictures out there, um, and 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 the things that happened. That's that's not cool. Like, why would why people? I don't. Everybody wants to to put information out there so bad. Because think about this, right? This is the the world we live in, where people will watch you die just to record it with their phone. Yep. Won't try to stop it. Won't try to do nothing. They will record it and watch you die just mm -hmm. so they can have that content and post it and possibly go viral with it. Yeah, that's the society we live in. Terrible. Yeah, look at um um uh, the runner um Shikari. Mm -hmm. She's she's now just won another race, and she's now known as the fastest woman in the world. There aren't as many shares as when she failed the drug test after oh, yeah. winning that race. Mm -hmm. You know why why isn't the celebration just <laughs> as loud? As you know, the defamation of Karen. Come on now, you know the answer to that. Come on now. Well, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, brother, I do. Well, good stories don't sell anyway, regardless. They don't yeah. sell. That's why the news always has all the tragedies and all of the bad stuff. If it bleeds, it bleeds. I don't know if y'all remember whenever Joan Rivers, before she passed away, I think what? she was. Then it will match. I don't. I don't get it. She what just she won the world champion. She's she the just won the worlds. I mean, it's it's it might not be the Olympics, but it's the closest thing to it. That's like winning the NFC championship. And you you know, and then I guess the Olympics would be the Super Bowl. Well, the Olympics like, only come every four years, though. So right, but like yeah. to win the worlds, like yeah. it's yeah. it's still the same comp competition. Uh -oh. I ain't get what you're saying, my you guy. Never won nothing. Always got something. What you saying, yeah. I was saying there was a doctor when Joan Rivers before she passed away, like she was on. Um, Hold up, no, let's not do that. Why my man moving the goalposts? Why he moving the goalposts? I don't like when people do that. I'm sorry. I don't like that. She won the world championship. If you ain't no athlete, then say you ain't no athlete. Because that means people love to do this shit. And you know I'm sensitive about track. Like, this is real. Like, this is the best athletes in the world. She just won that. We're not finna sit here and shortchange her on that. Like, I, I was gonna let it go, but I can't. I can't. I'm sorry, D. I'm sorry, Drina, but I can't let that pass. Like, that is not a small feat, what she just did. She yeah. beat Shelly Ann Fraser Price. She oh. beat. Sharika Jackson, which was the number one 100 meter runner in the world, she beat them. Like, and then you're going to say, yeah, go win the gold medal in the Olympics. Nah, bro. She won the net. Salute her. Big ups. Like, don't do that. I say this all the time. People ain't even, never even won employee of the month at their job. Always got something to say about people that went on stage that they will never touch. Stop doing that. Like, like for real, black people, stop doing that. We are not monolithic people. We can do more than one thing at the same time. Golly. That chaps my ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, but keep, we, we can move on. All right, Joan Rivers. Sorry. No, I was just saying she was, in the pro she was on the surgical bed, and this guy, he was the surgeon performing surgery, and he stopped and he took a selfie with her being like when she was under anesthesia. Oh. <clears throat> and he took a picture and he, and he sent it out to people. So this is before like social media was like really, really popping. But like, yeah, like why would you take a chance at risking everything just to say, oh, I got a picture with this woman proving that she had surgery and I was the one that did it. They will not celebrate her just as much. They won't. No, they won't. They will not be as loud as they were defaming, I mean, or pushing that narrative about her drug test. That will not go as viral as her failing that drug test, period. Because it's negative news. Be Just her, like her, with her shunning those white reporters went more viral than her winning the medal. Because they were trying to push another bad, uh, bad look on her. Yeah. Right. That's just like Gabby Douglas. That's all people were talking about whenever, you know, whenever she decided to step out of the Olympics, she's back and winning. And you don't, you hardly even hear anybody talking about it at all. But when Gabby Douglas backed out, I mean, not Gabby Douglas, um, uh, what's the young like Simone Biles. When Simone Biles, when she stepped out, like I made a post about it because I remember saying there were people, there are people who can't even bend down and tie their shoe. Talking about why Simone Biles should not have stepped out of 
what are you talking about? This athlete, like she's a top athlete in the world. Like the best they have named moves after her. And if she says she can't, don't feel like she can perform at her uh, best, uh, best ability, yeah, she should stop. How can you tell her she's wrong to do that? But people aren't talking about her winning. They aren't talking about her coming back. People who've never performed at a high level on, for a consistent period of time don't understand how exhausting that is. And that's why they, they sit on here on these apps and talk shit all day long. And, and this is why when we was in school, they separated us, right? You had the little slow people down the hallway, down that ramp. And they weren't allowed to come with the regular kids. And now we all in the same classroom and we can't separate each other. So yeah. they be just pissing us off for no reason. And we can't figure out, you know what, y'all remember, they was down the ramp. So sometimes we got to show a little grace for the slow people. Well, because and another thing, social media shows you the difference, makes people understand there's a difference in being able to read and it also being able to read and comprehend. Because you may be able to read something, but if you don't understand what they're saying in that passage, then it, it doesn't matter because you don't understand what's going on. Sam, she just won a gold medal. What are you talking about? Down the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people only think that the Olympics is winning a gold medal. Because they never ran track at a high level. Did he say that one more time so they can hear? They never ran track at a high level. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it ain't no damn way. You did. You just disregard the world championship track meet. <laughs> Man, half y'all wouldn't have got in the, in the daggone meet at your school at high school. Just in the meet, <laughs> let alone won the race. Cut it out, y'all. Plus, I think what um what also uh social media does uh it 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 creates this uh forever telephone tough guy, like like mm -hmm. how back in the day. You'll be on the phone, you know, as little kids talking all tough, knowing that the person can't get to you. Like, it's that same mentality. Like, I'm going to talk tough with these fingers of mine because I know that, you know, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Podunk, Arkansas, and you'll never locate me. So I'm going to talk tough. That's a personal attack? No, 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 no. If you play sports at a high level... We are sticking to the topic. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about on our podcast. You don't have to be here. You decided to comment. And she did something great. She didn't do something just good. She did something great. I, 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 so, Sam, I, I, I think what you're missing is what we're saying is you, it's like you're downplaying that she just won a world championship, my guy. Like, that is no easy feat what she just did. And you're making it seem like, yeah, whatever, that ain't nothing, win an Olympic medal. And we're trying to tell you that she's just beat the same competition that she would play or, or go against in the Olympics. It's the same competition because it's the world's. Yeah. So you that keep trying to like, dismiss it. Bro, stop. It's, it's a big deal. It's, it's a, a big deal. deal. It's a real big deal. 
we're gonna move on to the next topic, okay? And we're not gonna put that up here. Okay, so I was watching something. I'm gonna be watching some crazy stuff, right? And I realized that a lot of times our generation is harping on this generation about how crazy they are, they're out of control, they ain't got no respect, they their values and morals is this, 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 like all the time, all the time. So do you think the previous generation of black men and black women are responsible for the mindset of the current generation? Yeah. 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 Hold on, let me just put that comment up there. 100%. Yeah. Their parents. Yeah. You can't, you can't blame them. You can't blame the, the next generation for who they become without looking yourself in the mirror because uh -huh. it's all based off of, you know, <laughs> what you said, the things that you show them, how you help them groom. Like, you are part of that. And and if you don't think you you aren't, then you're, you're part of the problem. Well said. No, he said social media is. Nah, I'm not saying that because no, I'm I'm not I'm not giving if 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 you are the parent that you say you are, well, that we swear not. we are. I'm not giving not. social media that type of power. I would not give social media that type of power. Everybody's not. Everybody's not a good parent. I I know that, but my point is, but how many people admit to being a bad parent? But they don't have to admit to it. Some of them don't have their children. Some of them aren't home. Some of them, some kids don't live with their parents. They live with a grandparent or aunt or something like that. So everybody doesn't have a structured, good family upbringing. And I agree with woe to an extent. But I also agree that the previous generation has some doing for some I'm, of them. I'm blaming lives. it. I'm putting it all on them because... You, you have to teach the people that's coming behind you. So whether that's you know, your kids, whether that's your community, whatever that may look like, um, you have to take some responsibility for that. You know, you sit in the barbershops and you have those conversations like, man, I remember when we was growing up, it wasn't like this. It wasn't like that. You right. But at the same time, are you teaching that next generation the right way of doing things? Right. Are you are you are you going to say, you know what, I'm going to be a part of the solution or be a part of the person that's sitting on the sidelines and talking shit? Which which one are you? But as a parent of a grown child, I can teach my child everything in the world. It's up to them to do it or not do it. So, yeah, you have people you can teach them all you want. But there are outside influences that your children will be around more than you once they get to a certain age. So that's why I said there, I think it's, it's it's somewhat some of each because I believe this generation is very heavily influenced with social media, heavily. For instance, my nephew came home one day and told my sister that he was really stressed out. He has this, this um, pressure to be perfect because what he's seeing online. And I said, why don't you just log out? <laughs> But I mean, yeah, <laughs> online is it's perfect. People, people don't show you that grind. They don't show you that grit. They don't show you. So even the successful people, right, that you may follow on social media, typically you don't see their failures. And so we have this mindset that sets in of saying like, 
I have to be perfect to get to where I want to be or to be somewhere similar to the person that I look to look up to online. We have to understand like there's failure, like in, in any person that is successful, they have failures. So whether they're showing you their failures, they've had it. Um, I, I know I've heard no way more than I've heard. Yes. But all it takes is the right. Yes. Right. We know that. Right. It don't you know, you can be told no 10 times. And that one yes could be the right yes that changes the landscapes of, of, of your life. So, I, I, I mean, I get it. I definitely get part. I get that. Uh, plus, plus to um, um, piggyback off of you, brother, I, I think that um, um, media, whether it's um, TV, radio, or, or now social, media has always played a role in, in some kind of you know, child raising, um, whether we want to admit it or not, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm an older millennial, um, and, and me and a lot of my friends, we were raised on BET, you know, um, TRL, a a lot of our growing up, you know, we, we mimicked, you know, um, everybody, the franchise boys and everything Mm -hmm. like that, like, like it's, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, now it's just morphed from from your set box TV in into this cell phone, um, and and you can be touched um, a, a little bit more and more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think definitely they set the tone for the way things are now. Because going along with that, like even before all the MTVs and BTs, like a lot of us were latchkey kids like go home go inside lock mm-hmm. the door don't open it so like we were uh taught to be more cautious uh and be prepared mm-hmm. in case you know to stay away from certain situations now when we got older did we put ourselves in those situations yeah because that's what we decided to do but like mm-hmm. the kids now like i wouldn't feel safe with my child going out of town to a place i've never been because i don't think they have the streets i don't think they have the the knowledge to be, you know, keep their head on a swivel to mm-hmm. know like some, you know, harm is in your way. Cause I think they've been like in a bubble since they've been born. Like they don't, they don't know what to do. They're not prepared for that. So right. I do think that with our parents, a lot of us, our parents were really hard on us mm-hmm. for everything, even though they thought they were protecting <laughs> us. So then that caused us to not be as hard. So now mm-hmm. our children are coming up and it's like, ooh, what did I do wrong? Because these kids, like, they don't have any street smarts whatsoever. Like, they are not even hood adjacent. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, think, I just think there is a mixture for these kids. They are hybrid. Because I, I, I hear a lot of the young girls saying things that make me cringe. But then I think if I think about the women in my family, most of them were saying these same types of things as well. And they are um, they are the product of these things, For i.e., I don't need a man. Mm-hmm. So majority of these women don't have a man. Now this generation, I don't need a man. And they ain't trying to, like, they, they running through guys like crazy. Just the same. And then we have guys from back, like my uncles and them, the badge of honor is, let me sleep with all these women Oh wait, I gotta see. That's how I'm gonna be a man. I'm gonna see with all these women. So those things are passed down, and that mindset has been passed down. Now social media has amplified it. 
Because now you could see all kinds of people talking about this stuff and making it seem like it's so glamorous. When in reality, uh, not so much. Y'all gonna look crazy if y'all keep listening to this stuff. And if you look at the women in your family, the men in your family, those decisions didn't work out too well for them. So I think it's a hybrid of both. They, these kids just got it bad because they got access to too much information that their little brains ain't ready for. Yeah, I think that's the hard part. That's the definitely a big difference from us. Like we didn't have access to all of this information. You know, so things are hypersensitive and things happen a lot faster for them than it did for us, you know, especially when it comes to having certain conversations that you feel like you're probably not ready for. Right. Well, you like what? Like, dude, you four or five, you six, seven. Like, I'm not finna have this conversation with you. But at the same time, then you have to think about it where it's like, well, they probably gonna have this conversation at school. So do you want to get them have them get the wrong information or do you want to give them the right information and you know wonder if they're even ready for the information at all right yeah. but you don't want them to get the information from school that's absolutely false and you know they fall victim to that um it's it's a rough thing it's a rough thing when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, with my girls, I learned early on, if you think it's stuff that kids wouldn't be thinking about, somebody at that school is talking about it. <laughs> like, it is, yeah. it is crazy. It is insane. The thing, the questions that I've been asked by kids, like, in elementary school, I'm like, who, who brought that up? What are y'all, what is, how did that subject get brought up? <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> And them them games they be playing too. Them little Roblox be doing some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch them games they be playing. Ooh, yeah, child, this too much stuff. They you you be think like yo, it's crazy because you be thinking like, oh, they only got access to kid YouTube, so you think that it could possibly be okay. But then you got to look and you're like, what? This is on kid YouTube. What are we talking about? Yeah. Like, no, block that. We're not gonna watch that. Like, you have to pay attention to everything that they're looking at. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's a lot out here, man. It's yeah. crazy. Kids are under attack for real. Yeah. Trying yes. to get their minds. Even Disney ain't Disney no more. No. Right. If that ain't the statement of the evening, man, <laughs> that is a fact. Right. Well, I'm not checking my son's phone no more. I just can't do it. I can't take it. <laughs> Is that bad? He's a 13-year-old boy. I let his daddy handle that. I said, this ain't my lane. Mm. <laughs> mm. He know the size, Didi? <laughs> Boys are so gross. God, just gross. He probably in the back and like, Mama, don't be putting my business out there. Oh, not ready at all. Throw it back. Throw it back. Give him a beeper. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need to get him. Yeah. Jeez. Give him a regular phone, flip face. <laughs> a, a razor or something. Yeah. Rotary <laughs> We went to my daughter, my oldest daughter had to get an MRI done. And you know, they had a phone in the waiting room. And my youngest daughter was like, What is this? I was like, It's a telephone. She was in there literally calling all her friends, like, girl, guess where I'm calling you from? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
All right, now we about to get into this question of the week because apparently it done sparks. Look, somebody done texted me they answered earlier today too when they question of the week. <laughs> so the question of the week is, does a man need to love a woman more to have a successful relationship? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know, Diddy. When you know you put your comment up there, it, it was, you know, I don't know. People kind of was feeling some kind of way about your comment. I use, I'm going to the depth of me, I'm going to use him as an example because if the man don't love me like this, I don't want him. Steve Urkel me, please. Thank you. <laughs> I definitely had some people texting me like, Steve Urkel. I was like, huh? What y'all talking about? The question of the week. Like, what's she talking about with this Steve Urkel stuff? I'm like, I don't even know what you had to finally go and read your, what you said. Like, Steve Urkel, me, please. You know, you definitely set off some people. You had people texting me about Laura, that question. Of the week. Call girls to say, do you think Steve like me? Just saying. Um, I mean, but at the same time, like when I did come in, it, 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 it did work out. Um, you know, at the end, it worked out. They was engaged and everything, um, getting married, and she cared about him, but he loved her and he would do anything for her. You know, she grew to love him. And I and I think that's typically what happens for women. They grow to love the man. Um, but I believe y'all know I done said this multiple and multiple times. I feel like a man should love a woman more than a woman loves a man, especially in the beginning. Um, I stand on that. I will always stand on that. Um, I think that is a foundation of a successful relationship. A man will do and every any and everything that he can for a woman that he truly loves. He's gonna run through the wall for her. it. Doesn't matter if she absolutely loves her, love him, sorry, as much as uh she loves as he loves her, you know what I mean? She grows to love him and she's gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna follow his lead, right? She's gonna put in the energy that he puts in. I stand on that. Um, most of the guys that I know that are married, that are in, in, in successful relationships feel that same way. Um, hey man, I'm just saying. There were there was a post today, uh, a guy who's from Gulfport, he shared it about a gentleman, I think somewhere like somewhere up north, and the man's wife worked at Dunkin' Donuts, and she had to go in at like 3 a.m. in the morning. And he sleeps in the car until her co-worker, because she opens up, and people mm. don't come in until like two or three hours later. And he was like, every night when she go in, like, I'm out here until her co-workers get here, and the mm. gas station next door open up. And the guy from here who shared it, he talked about how his ex-wife was a social worker, and when she get will get called in the middle of the night to go out, like he would be in the car with her, and if she was taking too long, like if it was a domestic disturbance thing, he, uh, he said I was busting the door, like what's going, what's going mm -hmm. on in here? Because I got to protect uh, the line. So I think mm -hmm. the, I truly definitely believe that a man has to love you more. And what's really sad is I have a coworker who is dating. He's a a nice guy, whatever. And the stories he tells me about these women, oh my God. Like literally today, there was a woman who texted him and was like, do you ever think there's a point where I can wear you down enough that you will, will feel the same way about me that I feel about you? I want to throw my phone across the room. Why, why would you want that? 
Why would you want to wear somebody a man down like that? That man ain't gonna never love you like that. No, he don't like this. Like Professor, Professor Overby and Nikki uh <laughs> Nikki Parker. Child, listen. Oh my god, that's no, that's, that's that so that I mean that's true game. That's that is real game that I'm definitely definitely gonna oh. give my daughter, you know, as she, she grows older, is that if Sorry, boo, but if you love him more than he love you, he gonna play you. Like right. that's that's just typically how that works out because he know he got you, yeah. so he gonna he gonna play you like a fiddle. Right. Um, a guy that really can, he's gonna show up for you and he's gonna do yes. more for you and he's gonna show you like, yo, I'm here. Like, what's up? What we doing? Yep. What we what we doing? Like, I got you, boo. That's the guy that you want to be with. You, you don't know? have to question it. You literally no, don't have to no. question it. It is no gray area at all. Yeah. It's none. If 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 a guy fit like you're not questioning. I'm sorry. So no. if you're questioning a guy's feelings for you, he don't like you. He don't like you like that. Mm-hmm. One of the most uh one of the most powerful forces on this earth, I, I like to say, is a man in love. Um, let me get more specific with that is a black man in love. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, that, that is one of the most powerful forces uh, that, that we have on this planet because uh, with that love, especially that love um, coming from a black man, like, like, you know, that, that it's, it's genuine. Like, you know, that, that, that this man took time to make that connection, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's important uh, because with uh, the world against us, you know, uh, finding finding that connection, um, uh, finding that person where you, you can have that Zen with, that's important. That's 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 life saving, you know. So so when that man makes that commitment, you know, that's again one of the most powerful forces because that's going to be hard to break, especially. If he can identify you as a wife and you reciprocate that, mm. Ooh, y'all better preach, black men. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> just saying, like you know, it, that's that's one thing that you know. And so, if you're questioning, and y'all not on the same page, it's it's things that y'all got to figure out. But you got to understand, like when a dude love you and he he willing to run through a wall for you, that's something that's sacred. And sometimes, I mean, we know women don't know what that looks like when they have it at the same time, you know, but you got to get yourself together. That That's when you got to definitely get yourself together and understand like, dang, I, I, I had the type of love that I'm seeking and I just didn't even realize that I had it. It, it yeah man it's a process because i think a lot of times women get blinded by that list they got that's why you gotta let that list go superficial list yeah. that that makes no sense when you have a, a a black man that's willing to sacrifice for you it may, it ain't gonna look nothing like that stupid list you got it's not because the things that they're willing to sacrifice you for you is like way more than what's on that list so because he ain't got to do that <laughs> he could go do something else. He can go put that energy into something else, but he's choosing to do it with you. So you got to really appreciate those things and don't minimize that either. Don't make him feel like what he's doing is not enough. Because mm. that may be all he has to give. That's something I had to learn. Like, what? You can't do? Oh, that's literally all you have to give. Like, you have nothing else. 
got it. I got it. It makes sense. So yeah. And we I think one way I was gonna say I think one way some women get it uh misconstrued is because they have they didn't grow up seeing it or they don't know what mm -hmm. it really is supposed to look like and so they see oh I have somebody like he he will fight me you know to for the like they'll have somebody abusing them but they'll be like oh well he wants to fight for this so like then this is what I need but it's like no that's not that's not what we're talking about that's right. what you need to get away from <laughs> like no, we don't want no. nobody that's gonna fight you no run mm -hmm. run get away yeah we gotta we gotta learn how to love healthy in a healthy way and stop projecting our own trauma on the people when they're trying to love us too. Because sometimes, yeah. like you said, we don't even know how to recognize it, we don't know how to accept it, we don't know what to do with it. So we sabotage it. Mm. Why do why do people have a hard time or have a hard time grasping that I may have to teach someone how to love me? Why is that such a big big problem for people? It's not a problem for the person teaching or problem for the person learning. For, I feel like for the person teaching, you know what I mean? Okay. Mm -hmm. Setting up that scenario. So even what we're talking about, right? So sometimes people love you and they really there for you, but they may not understand how to exactly love you per se. Mm -hmm. Right. I feel like sometimes people will let that person go because mm -hmm. it's like, I don't, want to take the time to teach them how to love me, but they love you, but they may not know exactly how to love you. Am I making sense? Love languages. Yeah. Right. So right. helping them understand your love language because they love you, but they may have a hard time loving you the way that you want to. And it's not because they don't want to. It's because it's just never been asked of them before. Yeah. I think a lot of times because number one, it's work. And they want things to be easy. And two, they may not know how to do it. They may not, it's not, to them, it seems like it's a, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's combative. Like, I'm I'm doing all that I can and you're not accepting it. What, why are you being so difficult? And I'm trying to tell you that it's, this isn't what I need. I need this, but I'm giving you this. This ain't enough. So it's just a constant back and forth because you just don't even, y'all not speaking the same language. These are literally different languages like literally love language, different languages, and they don't know how to translate it to them in a way that they understand it. Mm. So it's going to be a constant battle and a constant fight because y'all just not compatible. Yeah. I think but a lot of, I think people what if also- you, What if you could be? What if you could be? Well, you can't be because if you could be, you would. Well, meaning like, well, so, I, and the reason why I'm saying this is because sometimes people have great intentions, right? but sometimes they may struggle with what you need because they've never been asked to give it. Maybe they don't know how to ask for it. Maybe they're assuming it's, it's, this is so obvious what I need because I know I need it. Right, but right. I can't tell you how, how to give me what I need. It's, yeah. a, it's literally like me speaking Spanish and you speaking French. I can't tell you something that you don't understand. I can't translate it to in a way that makes sense to you. You, you, but you get what, so, you get my question. So it's like you got two loving people that want to be loved, that want to do the loving, but they have a hard time with the the communication aspect of, you know, this is what I need, and 
you know, this is how to please me when that person is willing to please you. But the communication aspect isn't just kind of flowing because, you know, maybe you don't know, you don't know how to actually tell them what you need or, you know what I'm saying? Because you have two people that's never really been in that position to actually do both where it's, I never really had to tell somebody exactly what I needed. And I haven't really had somebody to tell me exactly what they needed because what I was doing was always enough. Am I making sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're okay. saying. Communication versus think- comprehension. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think some people automatic. Some people will go into it like Didi was saying, like I shouldn't have to explain this to them. But that, but that's a selfish way of thinking because mm-hmm. if you want to be, you gotta, you gotta understand that this person doesn't think the same way that you do. So I think a lot of times people assume that others should already know. Sometimes people just don't know how they want to be loved. And then also, you mm-hmm. may have some people who feel like, well, I if I ask this much of him. He may take all of it away. I may lose this person because maybe I'm asking for too much. But um, there was a sermon, a preacher, and he talked about how people go to Burger King and be like, I want a burger with no tomatoes, no lettuce, da 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 and everything. But they can't lay out what they want out of their partner <laughs> to get that right. But you can be specific about every other thing in your life, except for when it comes to somebody you're trying to spend the rest of your life with. Because I think a lot of times people don't know what they want. And a lot of times we see the relationships we've grown up and like, oh, well, that just worked. So why do why do we got to work for this? But uh-huh. I think, Adrian, what you're saying is, yeah, if people could get past that, then, yeah, we could be great. But mm-hmm. both of us got to do the work to real figure out what it is we want. Right. Because people, people can only love you to the best they're what they're capable of doing. And there's another post online and it said you could be spending $20,000 on a woman. All she wanted was a hug. You could be buying her Chanel bags and she just wanted you to sit down and watch her favorite show with her. I think that with um, uh, some people, they fall in love with the sensationalism of love. Like, like not the, not the, the ugly part where, you, you know, you got to, work on deficiencies and everything like that. It's those things that they're like, you know, like that. Um, if you know me, if you love me, you would know, you know, mm-hmm. and and sometimes that may not be the case. You know, my parents were married 30 plus years. Sometimes my dad didn't know what my mom was thinking, had a great marriage, but it, it just comes down to, you know, one, the person that you met at the beginning of the marriage isn't necessarily the person that is in the middle or, you know, 15 years later. So there's always that evolution of the relationship, you know? So um, I, I just think, again, people fall in love with the sensationalism of relationships um, and, and not really uh, grasping to the, uh, the hard parts of it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That's and I think, Adrian, this specific example that you're giving, that would really require a professional to help them, a therapist, a third party, a neutral party that can come in and just help them communicate better with each other to just get past, push past that brick wall. Because if they're talking to each other and they're not getting it, somebody can probably break that down a little bit better for them so they can understand it if they're good, if they're good for each other. 
Okay. All right, y'all. I had a conversation the other day with a guy. <laughs> and I was just shocked that grown men are still out here doing this. So please tell me if I was crazy for being shocked for this. So grown men over 30 bragging about sleeping with a woman, is that still considered a badge of honor? It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it is, it's, it's one of those things. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's locker room talk, uh, frat house talk. Um, you can go with your boys and, and, and everything like, like there's, there, there's always, there's always that, you know, and, and those, those that take honor in it, still do it uh those that don't don't do it um but those that don't they still enjoy the stories so <laughs> I, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things that you know unfortunately um it's never going to go away like i have frat brothers that are 50 55 years old and they're in the group chat you know chatting it off about their excursions over the weekend. And you would think that this was somebody that was 21 years old, you know? Um, no, there's, there's, there, there is no age. Like if the guy doesn't want to have that out of his system, it's not, it's going to be pretty much the system if he wants it to be. <laughs> that is so childish. <laughs> high school, like y'all still talking about it? Like, oh, that is so some weird. do. What? Some do. That's yeah. Lame. Damn. Yeah. And and Didi, you got to think too. Some so some guys didn't come into their own until later in life. So now they're finally meeting the you know being with the caliber of women that they wanted to be. So now they're proud. So yes, they're going to talk about it now. Juan, Juan just preached a whole sermon right there, cause please, cause sir, cause I wish somebody would repeat some shit. That's just dumb. Period. I mean, that's very true. But we're talking about those guys that that you know didn't start finally, you know, coming into their own until their late twenties, early thirties. So mentally, they're still eighteen years old. Talking about the babes that they bagged. This is what we were just talking about about the generation before, and that got something to do with the mindset of the current generation because it's still getting passed down and passed down and passed down and passed down. It's just like, okay, I was just wondering. It's like the um, um it, it it's like with the media um lying. There's there's really no real consequence, you know. Unfortunately. Yeah, I guess I guess it's kind of like when men say that women should hold other women accountable. How about men need to start holding other men accountable? Niggas, stop talking about this dumb shit. Grow the fuck up. Absolutely. This is stupid. <laughs> like, like, really? Ah, uh, okay. Y'all, we about to finish early. We got one more topic, but this one might drag out a little bit because I think we need to really 
figure this out. So what is, because what's happening right now, what I see is there is a overwhelming um, level of ignorance being glorified right now, especially in the black community. It is being plastered all over the place. We got people talking about booty holes being brown and every other thing you could think of that is like clutching my pearls. We don't have shame anymore. This is just getting out of here. So what is a piece of advice that you would share with the youth today that will help them progress further in the Black community? I got something because this has plagued the black community forever. And this is for boys and girls, for my boys, for my young kings. Protect your seed. It is the most important, most valuable thing you will ever possess. Be very, very careful with it. Be specific on where you plant it and where you create children. Okay? Don't just spread it all around because they, you think you're supposed to because that makes you more of a man. Don't do that. It's like gold, especially from black men. It is the most sought after thing in the world when it comes to creating human beings. Protect it. Young queens, protect your womb. Mm -hmm. Don't let everybody just get in there. Protect it. Raise beautiful black babies with your husband at home after you've gotten everything you need to get out of life that you feel like you need to get find you a black king raise a family it's the quickest way to generational wealth you will be happy you will live long and you will have generation after generation that is set and you don't have to struggle and be in survival mode all the time when you do things the right way mm. um go ahead brother Oh, so one thing definitely, I mean, y'all know I'm big on generational wealth. So the fact that also understanding that the quickest way to build generational wealth is with a partner. So having a wife um, and marrying when you see fit is extremely big to me, um, you know, because we we tend to talk about Go out here and sleep with everybody who you want to. Be toxic in your 20s. Basically, we we have this moniker of wasting your entire 20s and then now coming into your 30s and decide that I want to settle down and build a family and do all of those great things, right? When you should be working on those things in your 20s. Um, and, and, and I think that is, it's crazy that we keep pushing that. So one thing that I would share is, hey, if you find someone, you find someone that you want to do life with, spend life with them, like make it happen. It is not, don't listen to people that are bitter, angry, sad, that's trying to tell you, oh, you're, you're wasting your life by, because you've actually found a partner that you want to do life with. Like, no, do it. If you feel like it's the best thing for you, do it. If this person has all the necessary tools in life, to be great and build with, do it. Build that generational wealth, sis. Build that generational wealth, sir, because that's what it's about. Because think about this. If our families would have built generational wealth for us, think about how inflation is. We all had to start over as we became adults. 
But if you had something to push down to the people that's coming up under you, inflation, all of these crazy things that we complain about, you're not even going to be worried about it because you got a leg up. And that's what, that's one thing that we have to start to think about is that if we start to give leg ups, inflation, all of these things that happen, we ain't going to even care about because we passing along for people to be straight and do what they need to do to continue the successful you know, lineage that you create. So be with that person. Don't let people talk you out of being with someone that you, you feel like is someone you can do life with. Mm. Absolutely. That's a good one. Um, I would say, um, I would say, um, trust your dopeness. Um, for for those folks that are watching on on uh, Facebook, that um that uh, follow me from time to time, uh, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, trust your dopeness. Trust that little voice inside uh, that says that you can. Um. Trust, trust your ability. Uh, trust that you can finish what you started. Um, use myself as a real quick example. Um, I was a habitual stutterer growing up. Um, stuttered all the time. Um, and I became a radio personality and, and a news anchor. Um, so, you know, trust yourself. Trust your dopeness. Trust your ability. Trust that you can. Oh, I like that. Mine is I'm going to steal a point from Adrian and I think Didi as well about being intentional. Like I think too far too many people have ended up in life just like by chance. Like, oh, I got this job. Well, I might as well stay here. I've been with this company this long. And there was never they were never like intentional and in going after those goals that that they in the back of their mind. They were like, oh, that would be dope if I could do that. They didn't actually put any action behind it. So if it's something that you want to do, like he's just said, he trusted his dopeness. He knew that this was something that he wanted. And when you put the work in and you go after it and get it. So I think a lot of people, they may think, oh, I want to be a, a NFL star. But like, are you doing the work <laughs> to do that? Are you wrapping your mind around what all it takes to do that? Are you making the right move? So that's what my um, advice would be. I like it. I like it. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, beautiful black people. Look, I appreciate that, y'all. Um, well, that was our last topic, unless you guys have something under y'all little hats that y'all want to touch on before we close out and tell the people what we got going on for the week. Um, but that was good. Y'all so smart, y'all. So, Marquise, you have a, a new show coming on? Is that yes, what you're Yes, indeed. On? yes, indeed. Yes. Um, September 4th, uh, the Melanin Report is coming to WYTF and NPR. Uh, so you can um, download the WYTF app or um, you can download the NPR One app. Um, and, and coming September 4th, you can look up the Melanin Report uh, with Marquise Lupton. And we'll be talking... Um, all things uh, news, entertainment, and information uh, pertaining to and pertinent to um, the global majority, uh, Black people, African Americans, uh, whichever name you want to call it. Um, we, we have topics ranging from um, the Black vote 
to uh, the black church and um, cheese in the uh, black cuisine, as well as the history of uh, collard greens um, in, in, in America. Um, so it's a um, podcast that, that airs uh, three times a week. It's a three-part podcast. Uh, Mondays or, or the first day, we, we talk about um, the top five news stories that, that affect us, um, whether it's local or abroad. Wednesdays or the second day of, of that week, we, we talk about um, newsmakers and different newsmakers and, and uh, melanated folks that are doing great things around the country. And then on Friday, uh, that's when we have our, our monologue, um, similar to John Oliver, similar to uh, Trevor Noah, there's a, a, a news information and, and entertainment aspect to it. And then we do a deep dive after with a panel of uh, melanated um, experts. So uh, that is uh, the Melanin Report coming um, September 4th. You can uh, follow follow us on Facebook, uh, the Melanin Report with Marquise Lupton, um, or you can um, like my personal uh, WITF Facebook page, Marquise Lupton, WITF. Um, but yeah, again, September 4th. And I appreciate y'all having me on and having this discussion with y'all. We appreciate you. You're pretty awesome. Keith. Yeah, oh, thank you. Definitely enjoy and you're from Pennsylvania and you're a Libra winning. Yeah. What fraternity are you in? <laughs> what fraternity? Uh, Cap Alpha Psi, Fraternity Incorporated, man. Okay. Look, he a new too. Hold on, Libra. What's when is your birthday? October nineteenth. Okay, Ooh. mine the fifteenth. That's crazy. Oh, oh my god, god. I'm September thirtieth. Uh, my line brother, he's the twenty uh, third. So, so we get together majority of the time. If you're close to PA, brother, we can uh, uh, get some kind of powwow going on. Okay, <laughs> hold on, where in PA? Uh, we're right in the middle, uh, Central Pennsylvania. Lancaster. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Maryland, so yeah. I ain't far. I ain't too far. Right, right. That's my old. Uh, that's my old stopping grounds. I, I graduated from Morgan State, so I I spent a bunch of time down there. Okay. Yeah. I'm right here. Well, I just want to go to Shady Maple when y'all go. That's me up. Oh, that's cool. Drina, what you got going on for the week? Anything important? We are working, still working on the Gulf Coast Brunch Festival, November 12th, 2013. Um, just signing up all the vendors. We have a, I think the majority of the vendors we had last year are returning. And so we have a few different mu musical or artists that are coming on this year. And of course, new um, type vendors that are coming out. But yeah, that's what I'm working on. Okay. Adrian, what you got going on? Hey, man, they, they got your boy out here coaching, man. You know. Um, 2023, sorry. Got my, my son, you know, got me out here coaching. And so I'm doing that now. Not something I really wanted to do because um, it's just not how I'm how I'm made um, because I'll be, I'll be pretty tough on my son. And I know I can't, you know, I can't be like that with all the other kids. So it's like, yeah, I don't want me out here because this is not gonna work. But yeah, so doing that. Um, 
you know, I'll I'll save my little procedure for another episode, I guess, of what I uh, just witnessed because you know a lot you of people. The full report. The full. Was yeah, right. So I, you know, I when I'm able to really give the full report, I'll give the full <laughs> report about that situation. You gotta wait till Daniel's on here. Daniel wasn't on tonight. You know, um, Daniel came for me because of my post, what Terrence Crawford said about people, uh, you know, not living long after. Like you're so together in all your life except for this. What is the what is the problem? What's the issue, sir? Uh, he came for me, but uh, I'll, I'll save that for next show. And then, you know, uh, coaching training, gentlemenscouncil.com. If you need coaching. You could definitely book me. Um, so I stay in that space. That's kind of what I've been working on, building more clients, uh, building more business clients as well. So that's been a beautiful blessing as well, too. So, yeah, man, gentlemenscouncil.com. Check me out if you need any services, coaching, things of that nature. I'll let you, boy. If you need training, I'll let you, boy. Okay. I think I probably spelled that wrong. I'm sorry. Um, so... No, you did good. Okay, I know y'all. They don't put. They don't postpone the screening for the TV show. So it's supposed. To, I don't know when it is. I'm hoping it's this weekend because if not, I won't be there. But anyway, so I got stuff to do. <laughs> but hopefully, the screening for the fall and this is a TV show that I'm on on Netflix. Um, that we're supposed to have a screening two weeks ago. It ain't came out yet. So hopefully, it's this Saturday. We'll see. I'll take pictures. <laughs> Um, also, like me and Drina talked about earlier, um, my back to school bash was a huge success this weekend. I'm so excited. It was in my hometown, Bristol, Pennsylvania. We gave away 400 book bags. We had horseback riding. Shout out to Juan. Hope you're still on here. He's an amazing partner to have on your team. We had horses. We had a car show. Uh, we had games. The kids played kickball, dodgeball, tug of war. They had a great time. We had food. Everything gave everything away. Everything was free. It was amazing, 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 amazing turnout. So, shout out to that. Um, I have my son's football season just started. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> Tomorrow is the first scrimmage. I don't want them to hit my baby. I hate when they hit my baby, but he's ready. They they say he's the best receiver on the team this year, so we gonna see. I just wanted him to suck, so he just played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so this should be interesting. Um, two weeks from now, I will be in the Dominican Republic with my children for our annual family trip. So I won't be here for this show. I'll be going from September 2nd to the 6th. Um, we can do a replay show or something, or y'all can do it, whatever y'all like to do. And then I will be getting my courage up to do this photo shoot on the 24th. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about that when it comes, but I'm, I'm still you not gonna let us. You gotta let us know what animal you plan on. Uh, I'll tell y'all after the show what the animal is gonna be because <laughs> I'm terrified and I have not convinced myself that I'm I, everything's already paid for, so I already have the animal reserved, but I'm just so scared. Mm. But we'll see. We'll see. And people say, Why do you do these photo shoots? Because it's how I get booked for these TV shows that I keep getting on. But uh, we appreciate everybody in the comments. Um, shout out to Iron World Media Group. Shout out to Black with No Chaser Radio. If you don't have the radio app, please download it. We brought we are aired every Wednesday 
most of the time it's 8 a.m if it changes i'll let you guys know but download that um so you can listen to it if you missed the show y'all if you would like to be a guest on our show let us know we will bring you on we'll send you the topics come on talk about whatever you want to talk about if you would like to donate to the breaking bears podcast our cash app is scrolling across the screen so we can provide you with more amazing content um, we love to have guest panelists on. So y'all let us know what you want to talk about. I think next week we're going to have an actual panel of women. So we have some women that want to come on. We got some good stuff to talk about. Adrian got some good. She, he got questions. Okay. He want to know some stuff. So y'all come on, let him know what's going on with the ladies. All right. We got some stuff to talk about, but we appreciate y'all in the comments every Tuesday, 8 PM Eastern standard time, breaking bears podcast. Y'all show up. We'll be here. And we appreciate y'all. We'll holler at y'all next time.